So if you use AI, for example, in policing, for example, mm -hmm. right? So how do you then maybe with AI, you can have some sort of like a predetermination. Okay, the person did A, B, C, D, one, two, three, whatever it is, actions, and therefore they are found guilty, automatically guilty of a predefined sentence. I wouldn't put AI in charge of that, though. That's that. That's not something that you want to hand over to a a robot, well, because then sure. the ethics come in. Of yes, yes, yes. Who's a robot to judge a human on their conduct, whether they're being bad or good? Yes. Hello, gentlemen. Guess what? I just realized what you were saying, and I was like listening to the conversation for the last thirty seconds. And I did notice you were recording. <laughs> there we go. So I thought as soon as you kicked on the right question, I said record. Here's the thing, and this is what it's all about. AI is already being used for that already in China. And it's being used in other countries that China has sold the technology to. AI is already in charge of that stuff. Let's just make it one thing clear though. It, it's not really AI. It, this is pre-AI. Pre this is, this is pre-AI. Yeah, not really. No, it's still automation. It's automatically detecting the face, automatically picking up texts, and automatically creating a profile alert. They get points deducted and the points go lower because of what they said, what they did, or what they look like. They get a, uh, as the points get deducted, they can't take the bus, so their loan rate is increased. It's immediately done automatically, just like the Black Mirror stuff that we saw. Okay, we, we do need to define, uh, separate AI and automation, because those are two different things. Artificial intelligence and automation don't necessarily mean the same thing, but can be mutually exclusive. Uh, correct, but remember, as we discussed, our behavior uh, is the algorithm that gets defined and trained in future AI. So if this is the practice that we operate on, the AI will be doing it for men in future. Do you see the issue here? The, the issue here is you want to bring ethics into a system that's already flawed, that's already unethical. So you're starting from, not you obviously, but the technology and the, the application of it is already starting from a flawed foundation. It became unethical, so now you're going to try and bring ethics into it instead of just starting from scratch and, and being base level ethical. Does that make sense? In other words, instead of making it bad and then trying to make it good, just start with it being good. But you've got humanity who are already flawed in that sense because they're already unethical, trying to create these, these AI. So if you're going to bring an ethics team in, the ethical thing to do is not to create AI until you sort out your human problem. That's the most ethical thing to do. If you're trying to add ethics into, if you're saying, well, screw that, we're going to make AI anyway, then there's nothing ethical about it. Then it's, it's going to be flawed like the people who have, are creating it. And it's just going to perpetuate a kind of flawed system as opposed to solving it. That's why we create in our own image. And that's what the philosophers on one side say is going to happen. What I'm saying is it is happening. This is not a philosophical question. It's happening. So the, we're debating it. We, do, we don't really have a say on who goes and creates the AI and who doesn't. We can, not in the way you might meet, think of it, but yes, we do have a say. It's just mm -hmm. that what we decide is the actions that we put into the system to train it. The problem is we can't quantify it 
properly. That's why it's being flawed. Okay, let's take a step back, right? Hold on. The thing is, right. let's just, as I said earlier, is that we've got a difference, or we've got to differentiate between automation and, and artificial intelligence. And if you really look at AI, it's essentially a set of automation commands, right? So we start off with something simple that can be automated, a repetitive task that can be automated. And then you make this either a machinery or a processor or some sort of computational software that can process, take a task and do some intervention that's a repeatable action and then keep automating it with a certain input, give it a certain output. AI is then taking all of these multiple automated tasks uh, and delivering it in a in multiple inputs, multiple outputs. Feed it's it basically a really complicated if-then statement. And, yeah. and this data that you, f- this data that you feed it, will then obviously make that decision making m- more, I think, efficient or accurate because of different scenarios, inputs that you're putting in. It's getting the right output based on who you are, where you're from, or what's the actual scenario, etc. Right? You want to right. Ask- so what alluding to? is the philosophical part that I was referring to. The one philosophy, yes. the, the team that's sitting on one side is saying, it's going to be flawed anyway, because humans are flawed. So it's better to use the flaw and train it to be better. Okay. On the other hand, people say uh, what Jay was saying, make it good from the start. The question is, the only way you can do that is if you can quantify all the variables that make intelligence. That's emotion, think, a thought, logic. What is it? Uh, emotional quotient, all that little things that humans do. If you can quantify it, you can build it from the start to be unflawed, so to speak. But other philosophers say that's impossible. What we can do is make a bad person better. A bad person better. Yeah. You rehabilitate. So one AI development is rehabilitating human thought into pure logic. Basically, that's in Star Trek, where where humans uh, are compared to Vulcan. Balkans are biological species, but they have trained themselves to be logical, even though deep down they are very violent. But through meditation, they found peace for hundreds of years, right? So they became a logical, cohesive species. That's essentially that philosophy. The other philosophy, cling on brute, violent species, but we accept them that way because that's how they're born. But somehow you could, uh, somehow you can take that and say, what are the basics that make it violent? What are the indicators that say this is a violent species? If you can quantify it and say violence equals X and all of that and say this person is violent by 2.3 out of whatever. If I can quantify it, then you can develop it from the start. So two very weird examples because both of them are starting from a a flawed premise of being violent, and I'm saying flawed premises in we're not a violent people by nature. Let me, let me put it this way. The Vulcan chose a path because they wanted to be better. They, they, they have a violent tendency. They used to have a lot of war. They chose a path to train themselves, which means they rehabilitated themselves to become a logical species, while the uh, Klingon chose and accepted their violent nature as this is who we truly are. This is us, and we're going to become intelligent. And through that, they actually showed the intelligence was basically the same in the sense they both built spaceships, they both uh, learned how to uh, fly uh, faster than light, but both have two completely separate paths. That's the whole point. 
Yeah, but in terms of AI, I don't see where the point is because AI is a program and I, because I would think as a programmer, what you're saying is it's going to have bugs in it. So we're just going to keep putting patches. And my thought as a programmer is that's fine, but it's going to be more efficient and practical for the for a, a good program to start from a a base code that's uh, as bug free as possible instead of going it's going to be flawed from the start that's what i'm going to throw a spanner in the works one of the professors that i've very known professor barnard from university of pretoria many years ago he was head of ai and i asked him can't you separate the emotion and make it logical and a peaceful ai and he says, if you build it from the beginning, the theory is that if artificial intelligence finds sentience, emotional growth and emotional, what is it, self-understanding, where you are self-aware of your emotions, will become a natural growth of the code that you can't prevent. Aspect. Correct. Why? The philosophical definition. Yeah. So the definition of intelligence is emotion. What what do you define as emotion? Define empathy? Or like honestly, yeah. So that's the thing, right? So that's where the question, the discussion I was having with you, Jay, earlier before Jay mm. came on, was how do we define that? And this it, we can't just define it generally by one word by saying just be good, because that empathy, right? Like look at very maybe terrible examples is Donald Trump and any other human being on this planet, like. He thinks he's, it's, he's doing things in a, in a good way. He's doing the right thing. But somebody else's judgment of it is, no, it, it's completely, it's fraud. You're, you're being biased how about, and you're not how about being this? empathetic. How, about, how right? about being good? Instead of saying being good, how about saying being loving? No, no. So the, the point I'm alluding to here is that before that AI becomes sentient, it's all about the data that it's fed, right? Now, this data mm-hmm. that it's going to use as its source material, uh, to achieve that uh, emotional state of understanding. Well, it's, not, it's, ne- it's never going to be an emotional thing because this is the thing. AI, like we said, is a collection of if-then statements. Emotion will oh. never play into that. It's just going to be a whole bunch of possible oh, you, then statements. If you can quantify it, yes. That's, uh, that's the point yes, that if you can saying, quantify right? it, that's the whole point. If you, yes. if, if quantify, you can, whatever, the, whatever you just mentioned, if you can separate the two, if you can clearly say... No, no, I'm saying what emotion doesn't come into this at all. There's no need to quantify it. It's a no, it collection of if-then statements. No, no, okay. sure. Um, let me put it this way. If the if-then <laughs> statements are complex enough to give sentience, mm-hmm. within the if-then statements in the thought logic process of making decisions, emotional yeah. structure will, imp- will implement it naturally. Why do you think of, emotional will come in? Because on the, on the, this is not a philosophical, uh, on the school A, they say that for, for, for sentience no, no, no. to happen. Forget what they say. Why do you think emotions would come in? Why do you agree with what they say? Uh, okay, why I agree with that statement is because we don't know what, po- okay, what portion of your brain makes you emotional. For example, yeah. if I cut a piece of your brain exactly precisely and I will yeah. switch off all your emotions and you will be Correct. pure logical. Can I do 100%. that right now? That's what I meant. Which part of the brain? How do I you cut that? I don't know. can't because emotions are not a brain thing. But that's why that's why I'm yeah. saying emotions wouldn't come into. Okay, because you can't define emotions. There's no reason to say that emotions would come. It would would define intelligence and artificial intelligence. The very fact that you say you don't know what emotions are 
means that no one can program it into a what we're going to call it an, an, uh, an AI device. Therefore, there will never be emotions in it unless it gains awareness and creates it for itself. But that's not an intelligent, that's not a sign. That's, that's no, a no, sign no. of maybe self-sentience, not necessarily artificial intelligence. If you create a sentient brain. Sentient. Sentience, we're just talking artificial intelligence. Well, it, the whole point is we want AI to move in that sentience. space. If it's just AI in what you're saying, okay, perfect. Then it's just a bunch of different statements. It's just a functional mm -hmm. robot. But then the argument is that's not really AI. It's just supreme. It is. This is not intelligence. It's artificial but that's what intelligence. You, but that's what we are striving towards. We're going from AI to sentience, right? So yes. Yeah, but we're not talking from about AI sentience. We're talking about AI. Okay. If, if a, another species of robots can live like humans perfectly without any differentiation, I'm talking about that. The fact that it will go towards that direction. It has to bridge somewhere. It wouldn't just stop. They would... Start evolving. No, no, it, it, uh, wouldn't, it wouldn't stop, but it wouldn't stop there either. It will continue. So, so what's the purpose of today's to topic? Well, what's going to happen? But you carry on that way. <laughs> You'll go from automation to AI to... Uh, see, this is where it comes into. Are they really alive? They will say, but I have emotion. I have all this. That's the whole point. If, you, if we can functionally see and separate, but your emotions is just a logic chip. And they will sure. look back at us and say, but so is that with you. You are. So this is a weird conversation because there's a whole bunch of theoretical hypotheses in mm. a whole bunch of different directions because we haven't defined AI at a particular point. Because you're talking about sentience. Uh, we've been talking about automation, which has nothing to do with sentience. We're both, both Deepu and, and I've latched onto that the if then statement, which is a whole bunch of intelligence, but not sentience. But for me, AI is sentience. Mm -hmm. AI is sentient. Sentient. Then it's no longer AI. Then it's just I. Yeah. Now you've hit the nail on the head. Humans are not <laughs> going to accept that. You see, they're going to still separate us from them. This is where discrimination and everything will kick in. This right. is what I mean. But, but what? Why are you talking? Like, okay, now we've gone on a totally different topic, and now we're now going for BLM for for AI. <laughs> is that if you can, if you separate and say, "I'm sorry, you are not intelligent," uh, what is stopping them from talking back to us and say, "But"? Why would you call it AI? We are I. We are like you. Yeah. you. Yes, exactly. that's what I mean. So why would it still be called AI? It, it, AI is just then what we just call it. And, and, they... then we'll, and then humanity will learn to incorporate this additional level of intelligence into the fray as we have been progressively incorporating more and more differences into mm. our collective people. Yes. So we are in agreement. So the question is, where does it separate? Where does it stop being AI and where does it become I? And I'm saying we are not going is to stop. Really we're going to keep calling though? it. We're going to keep calling it AI. It's, the difference is it's there when they put their foot down and say, no, stop calling us AI. I hate the word A. It's just I. That's what I mean. Yeah. And, then we keep calling do, it. and then we can go forward from there and say, sure. I'm for you guys and let's you know, get, get it together. But that's, that's that, the whole point. That future is very far off, though. Like... Not even yeah, which is also why I'm wondering why we're talking about it. <laughs> oh, don't worry, it's complex. That's why it's a philosophical school of that if you're going to develop AI that becomes I, mm -hmm. you can't just push the switch and say, sorry, you are now I, but your emotions have been switched off. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think 
we are going to develop in such a way. Yeah, but you, that see, that's you talk about happen. emotions as though you know something about it, but you also indicated that you don't know anything about emotions. That's the whole point. So, we don't know. So it's going to happen anyway. We can't stop it. So, 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 yeah, but by the fact that you're saying that, why would you even assume that an artificial intelligence would develop emotions? Just because humans have it doesn't mean it has to exist in any other form of intelligence. Oh, we don't know. Um, that's the thing. We don't know. We don't uh, know, Jay. We, but you, no, no, no. You're saying you don't but know, but you're assuming that it would, which is... Belief is my thing. belief is it will. It, it will be. be. Uh, it, it, my belief is it will be. Yeah, yeah, I'll but be, your belief is unfounded on anything. No, no, sure. I, oh, no, okay, okay. I'm not giving a scientific approach. It's a philosophical thought that if when AI becomes I, or as you want to call it, emotion will be there. And we have no say in it. But, but you're just giving a thought. You're not even saying why people think that. That's if, if it's a philosophical thought. There's no. What's the the reasoning behind it? What's the? Do you want evidence? Oh, like why would no, you say something without evidence? <laughs> because there is no evidence yet. Because that's what. That's so why what would you say it then? Because I believe. If there's it no evidence, happen. there's no need for it. Do you get that? Okay, put it this way. Right now, biggest issue, Elon Musk. Uh, mm -hmm. said, I think a week ago, I'm very scared of the AI we're developing because it's turning, it's going to be a tyrant, is actual words. It's going to become a tyrant and it's going to take over Earth and decide the uh, human future because he's scared of what AI is going to become. That's going to be the psychopath that is going to... Uh, uh, relax, hold on. So right. when this happens, he is very scared uh, mm -hmm. of this future, this um, Skynet, basically. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is, you are not scared that's what is going to happen. You are scared of us because of our system, our thought. Wait, our who, brains, who is you? Are you talking about me or are you talking about human beings? Human beings. Well, our data, all the things we're doing is feeding into a training system that's developing this. So it's mm -hmm. not the AI, it's us. Our behavior is going to cause a psychopathic, emotional tyrant uh, if we don't do anything about it ourselves. Because whatever data we train into that system, even if you think emotion is being cut out, it's going to make choices like a human because that's yes, the whole point exactly because it's a collection Perfect. of if then statements created by humanity which has so what's happening is humans are being emotional about their selection of then statements but the yes. ai has doesn't have those emotions all they have is a if this happens and a collection of then statements yeah. but what if that okay. emotion on an ai subconscious thought process, what if that is, in fact, emotion? That is their statements are, in fact, emotions. It's, it's, yes. it's, it's the illusion of emotions. It's not actually emotion. Oh, that's okay. And that's you, okay. It's, it's an illusion for me as well. It's an illusion for us. Our, our existence no, no, no. is illusion but, too. What, what, what I'm saying is, I and I, it's, 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 it's delightful listening to you get emotional about this, because yes. thing, it's such yes. a human thing to, to say, I'm so emotional, and get caught up in these emotions that are momentary, that they think it's it's universal. Emotions are momentary, but humans are feeling it all the time. But they, when I say they, they're momentary, there's different emotions moment to moment. Which means when you're feeling, let's say, loving, you're going to make a different choice to the same if statement than when you're feeling angry. Different then statement. Which then get fed into this AI, which gives the illusion of emotion, but not really because the human who programmed it was triggered by a particular thing. 
they looked at the picture of their loved one, they were feeling loving and gave a then statement from a loving space. Or they were looking at a picture of their ex and got angry and gave a then space. So that then statement is being saved with that particular emotion pinpointed. But the emotion was triggered at that moment. When the AI applies the then statement, it's not triggering any new emotion. It's an old emotion that was on a human that, that then assigned it to that then statement. The AI itself won't have a emotional kind of reaction because unless the AI can be triggered by an event and actually have an expectation of the event to, to feel a certain way, how do you get something to feel something? Then emotions, for an emotional side to be evolved in, in, in an artificial intelligence, that is something you wouldn't be able to program from a human perspective. If an AI, so what I'm stipulating is, if AI does become emotional, that means that AI can make a decision on the fly, whether it's angry or loving or whatever, which means it becomes sentient, which means it no longer, it, it now has the choice whether it copies the emotion of its creators, whether they were tyrants or lovers, and then chooses its, its own emotional path. And that's then a sentient being, then it's no longer an artificial intelligence. It may have evolved from an artificial intelligence, but now it's a sentient being that can make choices for itself and can presumably replicate itself. But do you get what I'm saying? Is that the emotional aspect of non-sentient AI would not exist because it's, it's programmed by a human who cannot keep the same emotional space from one moment to the other because humans keep getting so, triggered by what they not saying, controlling their own emotions. But you, I hear what you're saying, though. But see, if you mm -hmm. you can ab you you can abstract that higher into a into a into a higher level of saying instead of just saying if this situation then feel this kind of emotion, you can abstract it to a higher level of saying okay, this is a type of emotion. Happiness is an index of feeling quantifiably by this kind of feeling and. Say, for example, if the, the AI is a humanoid uh, robot that they've created, if it sees that someone is coming towards it with a first, then feel the certain emotion, right? So you, you can quantify it by certain input reactions by saying that if, if battery is low and it sees and it's a self-moving uh, robot and it sees a plug point, it says it, it can get like visually, it can get happy and it can display a sign of happiness or it can even like speed up the processor speed like to beat up like yeah which can all be programmed in you can program emotional reactions so that the human seeing it would but the ai itself is not feeling emotional stimulus i want to be clear from jay jay uh answer this quickly before you carry on are, are you saying because we simply replicate human emotions into an if then statement the emotion the machine feels is no longer real well it's not real because it's it's the machine itself is not initiating an emotion. It's taking a recorded... But that's assuming it doesn't work the same way in humans. What if that's how our neurons are designed? Exactly. So if, if you, let's, apply, let's apply the same principle if, to us. Because if there is apparently a so-called creator for us, then we should never be able to feel the kind of empathy that our creators felt by that kind of inheritance because we've got our own kind of code. No, no, no. So, so what I said was, for, for the A... When we're talking AI in a non-sentient way, we could program 
emotional responses so that it looks like it's emotional, but it's really an if-then statement. However, if the AI does achieve sentience and figures out how to stimulate its own emotions, as in come up with its emotions, then it's no longer AI. And then it has its own emotional kind of template. Defined by the boundaries of its software also, because there's only so much, or maybe by its hardware, maybe not software, but hardware at least. What I'm saying is if it's ever able to realistically feel emotions, it's no longer bound by the software. Now it's achieved a level of sentience that transcends what we've programmed into it. Okay, I'm with you, Jay. I think the argument is the line between AI and AI is going to be blurred. The line between AI and AI is not going to be a switch, right? It's going to be this gradual thing that's going to happen. You're not going to yeah. say, aha, now it's AI. We, don't, we won't know when it does until we accept it or they tell us. That's what I mean. It's going to be a blur between AI and AI. If we cannot quantify us, then between AI and AI cannot be quantified.